0: Faster Fluency Conversation Club Podcast, Episode 90, Monthly Review. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club Podcast from Speak English with Christina. Each week, my expert teachers and I discuss a new exciting topic to help you better understand real-world conversations in English. If you would like to practice talking about this topic, get more confident speaking English, and support this podcast, Please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, We're here with our podcast, number 90. So this month is a very special episode, a monthly review of July, and our theme has been outdoor and leisure. So we decided to do a special episode with three teachers because we know that for students understanding conversations with multiple teachers or speakers, excuse me, can be challenging. And for the review this month, we wanted to try something a bit different to see if you like it. So let's go ahead and get started. So we talked a lot about outdoor activities and so we have Karen with us and we also have Matthew. Karen, how are you today?
2: I'm doing great. How are you, Christina and Matthew?
3: I'm doing well, thank you.
1: Matthew perfect right all of us dealing with different situations but we are here and we're glad to be here with you all right so Karen just talking to you first so um the sessions about vacation culture in your country can you tell me a little bit there's a few things that we talked about with vacations there and you know your country when you take a break vacation do you prefer to relax or do you try to do and see as much as you can
2: well, when I, when we finally get a vacation in the United States, I prefer to relax. You know, vacation it's very interesting here in here in the United States. We're not really a vacation country. You know, I talk to a lot of students in France and in Europe and they get a lot of vaca- get a lot of vacation. Usually when you start a job, you only get two weeks of vacation. That's what you start out with. So getting a vacation is kind of like a a rare thing here in the United States. But usually, I love to relax on a vacation, maybe go to the beach, you know, Florida is very close to me. So just hang out at the ocean, go swimming, things like that. Yeah, but
1: I totally agree. I think the Americans need to learn how to have vacations a little bit more. I think they need to relax a bit more. And I love the way the Europeans do it.
3: Yeah, definitely something that, that Americans can learn um, because, yeah, and it's good. I think we are, I think you are seeing it though in society with like, you know, a lot of focus on mental health. And I think you do see like a lot of the hustle culture in the U.S., but I think you also see the other side of that where, yeah, sleep is important, getting rest is important, taking a break is important. So I think it, we're changing and maybe COVID is helping with that, with people working from home now maybe they don't need to be in the office quite as much.
2: We all need a mental break now from COVID. Definitely, definitely. I think
1: COVID has affected
2: so many things. Karen, did,
1: did COVID affect any of your vacation plans this year?
2: Not really. Like I said, I don't really take a vacation. Actually, this is going to be bit, sound very depressing to you all, but I, the first vacation day I took this year was actually on July 4th. Since Jan- I did not take a day off since January 3rd. So wow. January actual vacation day this year was july 4th i have worked every day since january 3rd
3: talk about hustling
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no relaxing for karen
2: (laughs) no relaxation for karen Uh, so matthew let me ask you about our next theme that we talked about was home and gardening do you have a garden or is that something common for people in vietnam to have a a garden? or garden?
3: Well, in Vietnam, it is quite common. I live in the city, but even in the city, you'll see farms and gar- gardens, personal gardens throughout the city. And like, even on the street, people have like beds with soil and they're planting food that, that they use for, for their meals. And so it's very common to see that here in Vietnam, uh, people just growing their own food. Um, but for me personally, no, uh, I don't I'm a traveler, and so it's kind of hard to, like, take care of plants. And that. I obviously, I haven't have been, been, uh, haven't been traveling uh, with COVID, but it is something that I'm I'm interested in. And, like, in the long-term future, I would love to have some land to be able to grow things. Uh, actually, I was interested in, uh, I did a project with my friend of, uh, many years ago d- doing an aquaponics setup. I don't know if either of you know about aquaponics.
2: Heard of that, a part of it. Mm -hmm. I'd like to
1: get a bit more into aquaponics. It sounds really fascinating to me.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, just for everybody that's listening, aquaponics is a system like a self-contained system where you've got a fish tank and the fish poop, for lack of a better word, provide the nutrients for the plants, which are above the fish tank. And so the plants grow off of that. And then um, and then the plants really uh, go back and feed the fish. So it's like a self-contained loop. You just have to really add water. There's a lot of like measurements you have to do. It's not like super simple, but the idea itself is, is simple. And so that's something that interests me in just like the future of farming um, with like, I don't know, growing seaweed, alternative sources of protein and, and things like that. So
2: cool, yeah. cool. Sounds interesting. So what are some plants or fr- or fruits that are indigenous to Vietnam? Like here in Georgia, we're the peach state. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peach- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
3: uh, the fruits here are quite uh, exotic for I think a lot of the rest of the globe, like uh, Dorian, you know, the stinky fruit, uh, jackfruit, dragon fruit, and some other ones. I don't even remember the names of them to be honest with you, but they're all very exotic fruits. Yeah, the fruits here are really, really delicious. Cool. I love berries, and berries are uh, not uh, indigenous here, and so that's a bummer. (laughs) Okay, and yeah, um, Christina. So uh, let's see. We are just finishing talking about going outdoors, spending time outdoors, and so where do you go outdoors in the summer?
1: Well, we actually have a lot of areas here in Virginia. We are right on the water, right on the ocean. So everybody here loves to go to the beach. It's so common. Everybody loves the beach. The sun, the sand, um, it's everywhere, which is just wonderful. And of course, we stay inside with our air conditioning during the day, but everybody loves, we love fishing. It's a real fishing culture here. Kayaking, camping on the beach, things like that. Tent uh... camping, RV camping, everything. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, you shared your pictures with us in our our communication, and uh, yeah, I'm really jealous of your RV and your kayaks, and so that's a great way to get outdoors. Have you been out yet?
1: We were just outside yesterday setting up our camper RV. RV stands for, for the listeners, RV stands for Recreational Vehicle. Um, But we also call it a camper. It's like a little house on wheels, and you can tow it behind your truck. Anyway, so you hook it up to electricity. And if you have a water source, you hook it up to water. And you have your little house. And you can go anywhere. And so here, there's lots of campgrounds where people rent sites. And they camp in their little RV. But yeah, I've been out to the beach plenty this year. But I haven't taken the camper out yet. So that's going to be for a trip in September, we have planned. Very nice, yeah. very nice.
2: Outdoor activities are popular here in Georgia too, but we're kind of in the south. It's very, very hot. So a lot of people go to North Georgia. North Georgia, there's mountains you can go hiking. There's a, a waterfall you can go to. So that's very popular here in Georgia because we're we're, like I said, in the south. So the heat is very, very kind of oppressive in the mm-hmm. summertime
3: right I think that's one of the nice things about like um living in a big country you can escape in if if you're living in a northern climate escape in the winter to the south and if you're in the south in the summer escape to the north
2: snowbirds they call those
1: snowbirds right that's right
3: yep yep yep.
1: yeah and it's funny because I've never been much of an outdoor like um, sports kind of a person like I'm not a sporty like I'm not that person that likes to go play basketball, play baseball, you know, whatever. The best thing that I can do is probably a little bit of volleyball with some friends.
2: (laughs) How about you guys?
1: Do you guys play sports in
2: the summer? My son used to play golf. Oh, my goodness. He loves golf. He started playing golf when he was young. So golf is a pop. That's popular here, actually, in the Atlanta area. So Mm -hmm. we used to go in the summertime. I used to go and watch him to play in tournaments. I tried to play golf, but it's it looks easy, you know, when you when you see somebody doing you say, Oh, this is so easy, I can just hit the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'll Please go hard. <laughs> it's difficult. It's very there's a lot to it. It's very difficult to play golf. So mm-hmm. that that's a popular sport in the summertime here mm-hmm. in the Atlanta area.
3: And yeah, Tennessee. here in here in Vietnam it's just uh it's just too hot. The summer's too hot. It's like <laughs> 38 39 degrees celsius which is like 100 degrees fahrenheit and then the humidity on top of that it's like 44 45 degrees so it's just best not to be outside during the day to be honest uh, in the morning I, I walk i go for a walk every morning i was just saying before the we uh, started recording that yeah the sun rises over the sea so i get up take a walk but yeah nice. that's that's about it <laughs> for me during the summer
1: yeah it's such a shame that this summer the the southwestern part of the u s is having such high temperatures, so it's crazy, so yeah, you know, we lived in Nicaragua for a while, so that hot, humid tropical climate I get it oh suffocating yes.
2: right it's not only it's not only California, I have students in Russia, and they're telling me it's very it's been very hot in Russia also wow, really russia oh. moscow it's actually it the it was hotter in Moscow than it was in my city in, in Atlanta, which Atlanta, you know, it, we, we have temperatures like usually about 30, 32 in the summertime. And in Moscow, it was like 34, 35. Yes. Yeah, last year,
3: they had the fires there as well. Um, yes. Bad fires. Yeah. And strange weather.
1: That was, that's bizarre. I mean, Russia's notorious for being, you know, the having cold weather. So but anyway. All right, guys. Well, I, I think that'll be it for today. Um, It was so nice chit-chatting with you guys. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for being with us, Matthew and Karen. Yeah, thanks for having us.
0: Yep, uh, enjoy everyone and stay cool.
1: Yep, stay cool. All right, take care. All right. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And remember, if you want to become confident and fluent faster by practicing speaking about these topics and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. Membership costs less than the cost of a cup of coffee per day, and you'll get so much from your membership. The link to join the club is in the show notes. Thanks for learning with Speak English with Christina, and we hope to see you in the club.